Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We want to thank everybody that's watching on YouTube and Facebook and also at boxwave.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon, and sitting beside me is my December celebrity co-host, Melissa. Thank you so much. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. And as you guys can see, we have another beautiful lady at the table. Miss mm -hmm. Tanzania Fair hey. is here. <laughs> That's it. Yes, yes, yes. We are excited. We are excited. So what we're going to do, we're going to introduce her, and then we're going to get into her powerful testimony. Absolutely. So Miss Tanzania Fair here, she's the founder and executive director of Hype, which is helping young people evolve. The mission is to serve youth in the most vulnerable communities by providing mentoring, leadership development, self-empowerment, and career and college readiness, opportunities to prepare youth on a road to success. The program focuses on social and emotional development through the positive decision making curriculum as well as teaching youth the art of mimic to build their confidence and self-esteem. She secured multiple partnerships with founders, schools, and nonprofit organizations. Way to go, girl. Yes. <laughs> She's doing the thing. She's doing it, yes. She has impact over 800 children, youth, and families lives that lives in Washington, D.C. In June 2016, she received the Youth Leadership and Advocacy Community Impact Award from the In Her Honor of Celebrating Community Service in Pleasant Plains and Park View. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> she also received the Best Mini Grant Recipient Award for Hype from Far Southeast Collaborative in April 2018. She is very passionate about making a difference in low-income communities and teaching youth how to become, be become change agents. Mm. She is currently in her MBA program hey. yes. in Southern New Hampshire University, and her overall GPA is, get ready, y'all, 3.9. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. She is doing a daggone yes. thing. Yes. Again, thank you so much, Tanzania, for, for being me. here. Yes. She was here on our show back in October mm -hmm. when we had our celebrity guest, uh, Mrs. Beverly Smith-Brown. So yes. shout out to her. And I told her that we definitely had to bring her back because we wasn't able to get in depth into her story. But she is here today, and she is going to tell us her story. Yes. So Tanzania, we're going to give you the floor. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Whoop, whoop, Detroit. Detroit. Our favorite <laughs> word is, uh, what up, though? What up, though? 
go. Right? That's how we greet each other. Um, I come from a low-income community, um, the so-called hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, come from a single-family home. Um, my dad passed away when I was only eight months. He was probably, like, 21 years old. Um, he was going to cash a check, and some guys see him, and soon as he came out the store, they beat him with chains and bats, and he ended up dying on the scene. He was only wow. 21. Mm-hmm. So when I think about kids who you know, lose parents to the hood or mm-hmm. at a really young age, it can really impact them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so then my mom was like, you know, a single mom at that point because I didn't have no dad. Um, my other brother, his dad ended up uh, passing away as well. He had a tumor in his brain and exploded in his brain. He was probably like 25 years old. Mm-hmm. So then she lost another dad. I mean, another um, another uh, father. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, she's still a single mom. Um, so... Um, Growing up in Detroit, um, I would say that it was a lot of, like, survival mode type situations. And I think that when you come from, like, those communities, you, you think it's the norm, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, what, like not having water, right? Having to get bottles of water from family members and washing up in the morning and not having heat and having to, like, sleep in clothes. And it was like a survival mode thing, so it didn't really do nothing to us, I guess, because mm-hmm. it was like... It was like the norm, the I norm, guess, in the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not really normal. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not, you know yeah. what I mean? But I think, like, all those different experiences has definitely, like, helped me to know what it means to survive on my own. Um, when I was, um, when I was like, uh, how was I? I was three years old. I got molested by my brother's dad. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the only dad that's left out of all the kids, Right. Um, so I feel like that impacted me in a very um, deep way, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> like she like I like she went to file and stuff, and for me to like testify, but they said I was too young to like testify in court because I was only three years old. Um, but he was still around, and so that made me resent my mom and stuff like that. Um, and that's something that me and her are still working through to mm-hmm. this day, which is good. Um, what else? Hmm. Yeah, I think that experience definitely, like... Take your time. Huh? Mm-hmm. Take yeah. your time. Take your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take your time. Um, <laughs> I have a girlfriend. Yeah. And, um... She was... She was raped by a family member at five years old. Uh-huh. And she has an organization now, and she when, when she came up with the name, it, it was it, it's called um, Stealing Out Souls. Mm. She said because when that happens to you, when you're molested or raped, she said something happens to you where you lose a part of you. Yeah, and and and, and that you you really never heal from that type of abuse. Mm-hmm. And um, in her family, she was the fifth child that it happened to. Wow. And the family members had knew what was going on, mm-hmm. and wow. they continued to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when it happened to her, she was the first one where it was reported. Okay. And then um, he ended up going to jail and everything like that. But it's so traumatic on children. And, yeah. you know, you hear it in the news every day they're getting day. younger mm-hmm. and younger. Mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. just read an article the other day that a six-month-old child was abused you know, molested, mm-hmm. but they was calling it raped. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually if they say raped, then that means penetration. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, six months? Yeah. You know, it's just that 
the mental health. Yeah. Mental health. mental health is a big part of that. You know, and I know even for me, and I'm like, and I'm say that me growing up, and you know, you always had people in your family and people always said, well, you know they not right. Uh, yeah. You you know something wrong with Uncle Billy. Uh -huh. yeah. But don't nobody want to get Uncle Billy no help. help. That's and true. Uncle That's Billy it. is mm -hmm. tearing up mm -hmm. lives. Yeah. Just destroying lives. Yeah, destroying mm -hmm. lives. Yeah. And so I'm so thankful now that God has given me this platform and the platform that I have that we can be able to pull the cover over those issues. Yeah. So we can free people. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. just the mentality of having to go every day in your life and not be able to share, share. what has happened to yeah. you, that internal it can, it death. Can drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And then you have yeah. the whole thing, and then that's when the whole anxiety, depression, and mm -hmm. suicide comes Absolutely. into the way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, so it's like, I'm, I'm just so thankful that we have people like you and Melissa and myself and so many other people that we are willing to be transparent yeah. with the things that happen to us so we can be able to help someone else help that's someone going else. through it. Just yeah. never knew that just by you telling your story, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, how it can set somebody else free. Yes. That's, you know, the healing. I mean, I had to learn it for myself because I carry my, you know, um, situation with me for a while mm -hmm. and I like I need to be free mm -hmm. yeah yes you know mm -hmm. once I got it out my mind you know the healing started mm -hmm. you know I started my healing and, and that's what I needed to do so and then like I said you you know I was helping somebody else yeah. come out of their isolation yeah. so. and, it, and it's so true because I remember when I told my story for the first time of abuse it literally felt like a weight lifted mm -hmm. off of me. It's mm -hmm. like I felt the pressure mm -hmm. release yeah. like yeah. off of my shoulders. I was like, yeah. what in the world yeah. was that? And I was like, yeah. it's like you just exhale. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think it's because like when your voice is silenced for so long, you know, and you don't never really like share it. You just kinda like keep it bottled in. And mm -hmm. I feel like my voice was like silenced in a sense. Like mm -hmm. you didn't really share that information to people. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so, like, it affects the whole family. Because oh, yeah. now it's mm -hmm. like, you know, my brother got a kid, and that's my nephew, and that's still his granddaddy. And so, yeah. you know, it's that whole aspect. So um, I'm just thankful that my mom is, like, open to talk about it, and she's very supportive, okay. and she's like, I got your back, like, mm -hmm. whatever you need. Like, mm -hmm. so that part really, um, it really helps with the process. Mm -hmm. um, and another instance um, uh, also was like when I was like uh, in high school. So like I used to see images of like, I always wanted to be light skin, like, mm -hmm. or a lighter skin tone, not mm -hmm. light skin, right? And I think it's because like the images on TV where you see people, where you see in the videos like light skin, long hair, mm -hmm. and you can't really identify, you know, and you see a lot of girls that go through colorism, yes. you know, yeah. and a lot. that's, that's real, that's like a big thing. And that like, is big. Even like in my family, they treated di people differently based on their color mm -hmm. skin, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, why, you know, and that did something to me also. And like, I, I literally like, uh, bleached my skin. Um, when I was in 10th grade, my mama didn't know I'm like making up lies to get this stuff in. It caused light spots all over my body and this whole big old thing or whatever. So um, I feel like that's something that like drove me mentally insane. Like I was in the mental like bondage. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, colorism yeah. is big. It's big in our community. You know, it's a lot of things that we haven't dealt with, and even with, with goes down to abuse and rape. A lot of things we haven't dealt with from slavery. That's a lot true. of those behaviors has been passed down on us, and because 
the whole thing, um, what goes on in this house, staying in this yeah. house. We mm -hmm. don't deal with those deep-rooted issues. That's and so people mm -hmm. always saying, well, we ain't got to talk about that. But yes, we do. We're yeah, not yeah. that it far removed. Right. We're yeah, not yeah. that far removed mm -hmm. from where our people were in, still working in people's houses, right, the white absolutely. people's houses as slaves and still mm -hmm. mimicking this behavior. And so we have to deal with that in our household. And that yeah. whole colorism thing, I dealt with that in my family as well. Yeah. You know, it was that because we were lighter and our hair texture was a little different. Mm -hmm. It's like we, we, we was put against other family other members families, whose yeah. hair was a little coarse yeah. or, and mm -hmm. skin was a little darker. And, yeah. and, and it was always told to them, like if we got into something as children, the adults would step in and say, well, they just don't like you because yeah. they lighter than you or yeah. they think they better than you because mm -hmm. their hair is curled. You know, it yeah. was all these crazy things, but mm -hmm. it was people in your own family, family. who kept True. putting yeah. this stuff on you. Mm -hmm. That happens. Yes. The pressure. Yes. You know? And that whole thing, and I remember I had a girlfriend growing up and she was dark skinned, but she was so beautiful. She reminded me of a China doll. Yeah. And when we would be out, guys would always say, Dad, you pretty for a dark skinned girl. They said to me too. Yeah, yeah. dark skinned mm -hmm. girl. Yeah. Yep. Like dark skinned girls wasn't beautiful. Like they always they used to always say, Well, you know, we always just think dark skinned girls are ugly, ugly. or, or yeah. dirty. I was mm -hmm. like, ugly and dirty. Mm -hmm. What is this? But again the mentality. The mentality. Yeah. Because that's what they've been taught. That's yeah, what that's they seen. That's and that's all you mm -hmm. really see like I thought the Jet magazine was like what you see like a black woman like on that. But mm -hmm. growing up, but like you didn't really see other platforms where they're showcasing women who look like us. They was. And that was for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, to keep it divided, mm -hmm. to keep it separated, you mm -hmm. know? Wow, yeah. that is true. But just look how times and change now. Yeah. You know, you see more of us now. That's true. We're, we're future in a lot of things now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're being seen now. Definitely. So yep. that, black, that's a good thing. Um, but um, Black Girls Rock is the uh, one platform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's our time. I mean, all girls rock. Don't get me wrong. All girls Agree. rock. Yeah. Agree. So, yeah. 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 yeah, they do. But black girls rock. Agree. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> rock, rock. You got to say it two times. Rock, rock. Rock, rock. Black yeah. girls rock, rock. But it's, but it's time for us. It's time for us to celebrate us. And it's time for us to come together, you know, because mm -hmm. we have been put against each other for so long. So yeah. Long. So long. Mm -hmm. And it's time for us to come together to know that we can be sisters and we can trust Absolutely. each other and we can help each other yes. and yeah. build one another we ain't up. Hate, yes. be jealous, or none yes. of that. It's like, no reason to. No it's reason really no all. reason to. Yeah. You know what? I remember I grew up, and I'm, a, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I grew up in D.C. I'm a native Washingtonian. Yeah. And I grew up, and girls just didn't like me for no reason I never could understand it yeah just I don't like her I'd be like do I know her uh -huh. mm -hmm. don't know me from nowhere and it was like that all my life and yeah. I know my sister my sister always used to say why do they act like that towards mm -hmm. you and I was like I, I, I just don't know they just don't like me so much so, oh she thinks she better than somebody oh she thinks she cute mm -hmm. and Lord when I found out that little saying would well, they be like no you don't think you cute they mm -hmm. think you cute oh my goodness <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then it was worse. They, I was like, no, that's not true. I don't think I'm cute. You think I'm cute. And they're like, yeah. oh, oh, you know? <laughs> so it's time for us as black women to love on each other. Love yeah. on each other. And, 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 mm -hmm. and stop looking at the things that, you know, that, that we think that we are so different. And look at the things where we are alike. Like, I go through the same thing you go through. Mm -hmm. We go through the same thing. We're dealing mm -hmm. with the same issue. Just mm -hmm. because my skin is a little lighter, yours a little darker, 
that don't give you no pass. Mm -hmm. I'm still having to go out here and fight for the things that I want Absolutely. as a woman yep. Let's yep. to be able to compete mm -hmm. in this yep. world. Yeah, we should just come together and work together. Look, it, we can yep. make money together. We can build Man, an empire together. Okay? <laughs> I'm talking about making some money together. Building oh, together. Yeah, yeah. Building together. Because that's, that's what so it's going to take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know what? And people are, and they are so used to us tearing each other oh, yeah. down. Yeah. Because that keeps us separated and divided. Absolutely. Because yep. it's mm -hmm. all about um, divide and conquer. Yeah. If I can get you to, if I can get you to go against each other on the littlest thing, on your skin tone, then I can have you fighting forever. Uh, that's true. Absolutely. I can have you fighting Crash against each other forever. Trying to yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, trying to pull yeah. each other down. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think you do have to be careful who you allow in your space. Yes, you, you do. You understand that's what I'm so saying? Important. Mm -hmm. Um. I literally, like, I'm a very nice person. Like, I always want to see people do good. Like, I'm like, oh, you want to do this? All right, I got connections. Let me get you the opportunity. Let mm -hmm. me, you know, and then, you know, mm -hmm. they bite the, you know, they bite the hand that feeds you uh -huh. yeah. or, or that help you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was literally in, in, in a role, like, director of, like, a half a million dollar grant. And this girl, she tried to sabotage my whole career mm. because she was jealous of me and she wanted my position. Mm. Like, tried to mm. sabotage my whole career. End up looking dumb because... Mm. I mean, my work speaks for itself, yeah. you know, but it's like you go through all that and I got you a good job, full time, with benefits, everything, and you turn on me yeah. because you're jealous. Wow. wow. It's crazy. And it's so true. It's crazy. It's so true. I remember I come from the real estate industry and I remember I had went, I was an assistant manager at this property mm -hmm. and it was a black woman who was my um, manager. She was the manager of the whole property. And I remember one day she came in, she had an attitude because I am, I, I'm a worker. When I get into a job, I'm going to do it to the full capacity. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm, I'm looking uh -huh. for the promotion. How do I get promoted up in here? Because mm -hmm. the time that I'm here, I want to excel. Yeah. So she seen me doing all these things. And then, you know, one day she, we had a meet. She pulled me into her office and she was like, you know, I see you're, you're a good worker and everything, but um, I just feel as though that you're coming for my job. And I'm sitting in her office. I mean, she really wow. having this conversation with me. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I don't want your job, but I do want your position. Mm -hmm. Yes, I want to be a manager. I want to be a regional <laughs> manager. I want to come in and sit up under you I for know, the rest right? of my life and never grow. But that's what she was used to. Uh -huh. Because yeah. everybody in that office, and it was another girl, she was the leasing consultant in that office. Mm -hmm. And so when they did promote me and gave me my own property, the regional manager came to me and said, I'm going to promote you to manager and give you another property because I'm going to promote the leasing consulting. And so to my position, and so I went to the lease consultant. I was like, wow, that is so great. And she was like, I thank you. She said, I thank you for coming here. She said, because you're the first person who sat in that chair under her to make me realize that I need to grow as my, and grow in this position as well. She said, because Look everybody that. else that Look came that. here Look never wanted to move, mm -hmm. never talked good about that position, mm -hmm. always made it seem like that it was a bad thing to be promoted. So she sat in that position for years. And when I came there, I seen everything she knew. I said, why did they bring me here and you here? You should have had this position. Mm -hmm. But see, that's how I always do. Every, every time I'm in position, I always go get the women, and I always show them everything I know. I don't care what they doing mm -hmm. it is. If I'm Absolutely. doing management, I'm going to show them yep. management. Absolutely. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Because I think that's what we owe them. We owe the younger generation to yes. reach back. I just can't Definitely. keep it to myself. But I you know what? It's so uh-huh. sad because every time I have ever gotten a position, ever got promoted, it has always been by men. It has never been by another woman. Wow. wow. Another wow. woman has never promoted me in my career. Wow. It's always been men wow. that came and see and, and take me to my next level. Wow. Always. Mm. And that's kind of sad. And that's why I always went back and got women. Because mm-hmm. it never happened Happen, for me. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta get we gotta get over that. Yeah. You know, that jealousy and that hatred mm-hmm. of your sister. You know what I'm saying? When and when you, when I grow, you grow. Uh-huh. Absolutely. If I look That's good, right. we all look good. Yeah, so I say when they yeah. win, I win. Yes. Yeah. You know, so, you know yeah. a lot of a lot of women be miserable, you know. Like misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Some of them be miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you want you miserable, so you trying to make somebody else's life miserable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your mental together. Get yourself together. You know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes women don't take that time to really understand who they are and the power that they hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's why they mm-hmm. get jealous because they want what the power that you got. No, you got your own power within you. Mm-hmm. But you got to mm-hmm. search for that and find that. Absolutely. And it's crazy because it's like, you don't know what I went through to get to this. Absolutely. You can't walk in my street. You, you probably won't even survive. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Find your power. They're just looking at the finished product. They're right, not exactly. looking at a focus of what the steps that you've exactly. taken to get to where you are now. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. So. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. understand yeah, they it. Understand. I don't understand it. Well, we got to do better, mm-hmm. women. We definitely have to do better. We have yes. to love on our sisters. And I'd be so glad. I'm so happy that I see so many other black women doing that. Like, mm-hmm. even though you have a lot of black women that's not doing it, but we have a lot of we black do. women that are doing Agreed. it. So kudos to all those yes. sisters out there Mentors. that's reaching back. Yes. yes. And it's a lot of black women out there that want to do it. They just need that extra that guidance. Help, that yes. accountability mm-hmm. partner. Uh-huh. You know, and yes. I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. Yes. I'm, I'm definitely one that can push you to your next level. Absolutely. Yes. You need, we all need it. You know, they, yeah. it says that in the Bible. It says that all women, that we should always have a mentor yep. and always be, be um, we should have a mentor and then we also should have a mentee. Somebody else that we're pulling pull into. You know what? It's funny. like a cup. Somebody yeah, pulling into you, yep. you, you pulling into them. Let me say this really quick. I was listening to um, John Maxwell mm-hmm. today on audio and he was saying that he has six different mentors. Mm. And I didn't know that you could have six different mm-hmm. mentors. He said he had a mentor for for, um, his faith, mm-hmm. his relationship, mm-hmm. his leadership, his um, self-development, and mm-hmm. I can't think of the other two. Names. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. You know what? That's something. That's smart. Uh-huh. You do need a mentor for different things. You right? do. Yeah, you do. Relationship. You do. Everybody can't yeah. give everything. No, because exactly. uh-uh. <laughs> it, 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 it started getting a little muddy <laughs> when they ain't everything. You know, when, when you got one person telling you everything, everything. Right. everything it gets uh-huh. a little muddy no yeah, they they don't true. suppose they don't supposed to be into everything just just give me what i need if i need mm-hmm. you for my spirituality then that's what yes. you be with me because i definitely mm-hmm. have a certain person people to pray for me mm-hmm. in my yeah. i don't have anyone everyone praying for me Come i don't right i don't yeah do that's that. right that's yeah. what i don't praying do. and uh-huh. touching certain people that exactly pray for me. Yeah. exactly and help me with my marriage and building my confidence mm-hmm. you know i have mm-hmm. certain people to help me with that yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. So on that note, we are definitely going to take a break, a quick break, and then we'll be right back. You are watching the McKeon Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. A sunroof top, digging the scene with the gangster lean. Ooh, ooh. Diamond in the back, a sunroof top, digging the scene with the gangster lean. Ooh, ooh. 
subtle thoughts. We talk about the gangster lean now. With the diamond in the back. Check it out now. A DC, we be chilling with the gangster link. Philly, they chilling with the gangster link. New York, chilling with the gangster link. Atlanta, chilling with the gangster link. Merlin, chilling with the gangster link. Carolinas, chilling with the gangster link. Richmond, chilling with the gangster link.
off his ass, stankin' links in them Cadillacs, straight pimpin', straight pimpin', huh, you know what I mean? Charge nigga, walk a ridge with the gangsta link, candy paint, sweets and dank, it's a family affair, subtle thoughts and gene crack, got him shaking their wrist, red foot stompin' hard for the world premiere, ST comin' through, takin' over this year, come on! Hello and welcome back to the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon, and this is my co-host, Melissa. Thank you so much for tuning in. We want to give a special shout out to everybody that's watching on VoxWave.com, also YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you so much. So what we're going to do right now, we have our girl Tanzania. She is up on the VoxWave stage, mm -hmm. and she is about to bless us right now. So take it over, Tanzania. All right. Okay, so this poem is called um, Embrace Your Blackness. Um, the reason being, being from Detroit, uh, you never really see people wearing their natural hair just in their natural state. Um, and so coming out to D.C. just opened up my eyes to so much. All right. Embrace Your Blackness. Growing up, I seen images in the media, music videos, magazines displayed, Showing society's standard of beauty that had me dismayed. Having a lighter skin tone, long hair, skinny bone, even foreign over there. But what I realized was that that standard of beauty is fake. As I got older, I understood that all shades of black is beauty, and beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Growing up, I thought that I always had to get a perm because I hated seeing my hair in its natural form. But when I moved to D.C. at the age of 23, most of the females wore their hair naturally. Afros, locks, bantu knots, twist outs, flat twists. You see, it inspired me. Because I was in a community in Detroit where all I seen growing up was women wearing lashes, weaved down their backs, 22 inches, 26 inches. I'm not knocking it. Do you, sis? I'll say it again. I'm not knocking it. Do you, sis? I wear a weave from time to time, but for me, in my mind, when I wore my hair for the first time, I felt free and not outdated. I felt liberated. I was able to look myself in the mirror and still know that I am beautiful and I don't need these things to define who I am or to make me who I am. It's, time, it's times when I didn't wear lashes and I felt like I looked crazy because I was so used to wearing lashes daily. I wore lashes for 16 years straight. It was no debate. And I realized, girl, don't let that thing define you. So I got the courage to wear my natural lashes out because this was my truth. You know, I had to put a little mascara on because them boys were short from that glue pulling my lashes out. I'm sure some of y'all know what that's all about. It felt good. I constantly looked at myself like, wow, you are beautiful without lashes. You are beautiful. In your, in your natural curly, kinky hair. You are beautiful with your locks. And at that point, when you truly embrace yourself in your natural state, it makes you feel good about yourself every day. And sometimes people can say hurtful and mean things to make you feel ugly or not beautiful enough because they're insecure in themselves 
Oh, girl, your hair nappy. Oh, girl, you need a perm. Oh, girl, you got blacker. Oh, girl, you cute to be a dark-skinned girl. That's the problem now in the black community. We don't support or encourage each other to embrace the skin that we are in in our natural hair in unity. Embrace your blackness. Encourage someone else to embrace their blackness. Stand tall in your blackness. Stand confident in your blackness. When I truly embrace Tanzania, AKA Chunk, that's when I stopped living up to society standards, friends and family standards, and I created my own standard. I dare you to create your own standard of beauty, and I challenge you to embrace your blackness, you beauties. Woo! That right. was awesome. Thank you. That was awesome. Y'all heard that from is Tanzania. Tanzania Fair. Yes. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back, because you guys know how this hour is. It goes so fast. But we'll be right back. You're watching The McYon Show. I am your host, McYon, and this is my co-host, Melissa. And we'll be right back.
Hello and welcome back to the McYon Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to turn it over to Tanzania. She's going to give you all of her contact information. And if there's any events or anything you have going on, please definitely let all of our audience know what you got going on. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, my Instagram is blessed underscore the number four ever underscore. Um, that's my Instagram name, um, Hype, Helping Young People Evolve. Instagram is Hype underscore now. So make sure you uh, follow our organization. We'll be doing a launch party um, in January around my birthday. Me and my best friend, she's the co-founder of Hype. So uh, I will definitely be able to give more information about that. Um, next year, I'll be doing a lot of different workshops just around different businesses, uh, business ideas, and um, how to start a nonprofit and all that good stuff. Um, you can follow uh, Imanti Style, Imanti underscore style. I'm sorry, Imanti underscore style underscore. I, Instagram got a lot of like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> you, gotta, you know, I know. <laughs> write them down, numbers and all that, you know, so, but yeah, so just stay tuned. Um, Imanti Style is an inspirational clothing line that I am um, de developing and it's just a lot of just self-affirmation um, clothing to basically uh, empower your stuff. When you see these words, it's going to empower you, not the other person looking at it. So awesome all right also awesome. and also awesome. melissa what you got going on and give them your social media yes handles. so mine um 501c3 is um, motivate elegant ladies and the instagram is motivating elegant ladies also you can also follow me on my personal instagram it is melissa p latson just like taraji p henson <laughs> <laughs> Because a lot of people say I look like her. Mm. You do, you do. I get that a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. I said, let me change it to Melissa P. <laughs> okay, so, Melissa yeah, P. So, and, um, yeah, so, and um, like I, I have a lot of events coming up, a lot of workshops. So, what I'm about to do now, I'm about to step outside of the schools and I'm about to take it more into the community with my nonprofit and the girls. So, that's what I'm about to do. And also, um, I have a big project that's coming up that I'm working on. It's a leadership program. Um, teaching girls um, the leadership skills and how to take it into politics. So mm. politics is so big now. Yes. Yes. So yeah, with this, um, this situation came, a lot of, you know, African-American women and stepped in place and they're, they're holding yes. office yes. now. Yes. So, yes. And I thought yes. that's like a big deal. So. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing a lot of work at Capitol Hill. A lot of people don't know that, but I'm sharing it now. But mm -hmm. I'm not sharing too much just yet. Right, not yet. So, yet. Not yet. <laughs> yet. So, yeah, I've been doing a lot of work at Capitol Hill just trying to make my connections, you mm -hmm. know, so I can come out and just help young girls, you know, who wants to um, this whole public office mm -hmm. and politics. Awesome. We oh, definitely yeah. need that. Yes, we, we definitely do. need it. Yes. Kudos to that. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at MBA Speaks. And also, you can check out my website at mbaspeaks.com. We are here every Monday evening, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, here at voxwave.com. So we will be back next Monday. We will have an awesome guest at that time. Melissa will definitely be back. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We want to thank our awesome guest, Tanzania thank Fair. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so you. much for being here, guys. We will definitely put all that information. We're going to put it in the comments on the Facebook and Instagram, and we're going to definitely upload it to our website so you can definitely have all that information. So as always, I thank you for tuning in. God bless, and have an awesome evening. All right, that's what we're talking about. 
Y'all gonna do what y'all gonna do all day, cause we gonna maintain what we're doing up here, all right? Uh. Also, we're gonna do with the big brother bullet, cause he got the boogie. Say what now? We love to see the boogie. All right. I say now, when the people see me, they say have no fear. All we're gonna do it for the big brothers come from Berlin up part of Big Apple and all the rest of that crew, Philly crew. All right, also special dedication going out to the big brothers Southeast man, cause they come to Boogie. All right, then, do it, y'all. Tell them how we love y'all. We love to see you do it, y'all. All right, look at y'all. Talk about the people see me. They say, have no fear, cause go, go. Lorenzo showing up here. Say, the people come around me just to hear what I say, cause I'll rock them in and I'll just act this fit. Say, what? Oh, you can dance if you want, child. Or you can keep in your state of mind. Cause if you don't dance, well, if you don't dance, well, y'all, no freak of mind. Say, well, pull it. Go, go, if you want to, and choose the places you can never find. Well, if you don't dance, well, if you don't dance, well, y'all, no friend of mine. Say what now?